Welcome to the Playing With Power podcast. This is the issue-by-issue retrospective of Nintendo Power Magazine. You are looking at volume 32, which is from January of 1992. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. Yo. And we are looking at a cover with Super Castlevania 4 on it. Thus the intro music. So uh, we're looking at, uh, is this an illustration or a painting? I can't tell. Why aren't those kind of the same thing? Yeah, it looks like an oil painting. <laughs> one uses a pencil, one uses a brush. I don't know. Okay. Slightly different. Well, it's definitely, it's definitely drawn. It's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, I'd say it's a sketch that was like really flushed out. Ah, I okay. kind of like, I like it. I like the artistic, you know, sort of direction of yeah, it. Yeah, you it's can not... see veins in his arms. Yep. I mean, this guy's biceps are throbbing. Know what else is throbbing? <laughs> what's under that? What's under that leather skirt he's got? Oh yeah, lovely. No, I I just like that it's kind of it's not like the recent ones have been. This is kind of a, a change of pace. So, mm-hmm. and uh, also this issue it's saying new comics and more. So they've actually they put a few comics in this. So we'll see as we go. Oh yeah, this was definitely my glory years. Of uh, my subscription of Nintendo Power and Glory Hole as well. Lovely. <laughs> so, well, anything can be rolled up into a tube, I guess. <laughs> Lovely. All right. Uh, All right. So we got. Else, we've got not much else on this cover. So yeah, it's just like. it's kind of a nice uh, drawing of Simon swinging over a, a chasm. It looks like a chasm. So, chasm. Chasm. <laughs> yeah. So All right. It's it's a cool cover. It's just there's not a lot to talk about here. True. All right. Let's he's move got, on to the inside. He's, he's got like a weird blue aura around him, like a comet tail. Which yeah. Is well, he's like swinging so fast, like to, towards the light source that is like below his feet for some reason. <laughs> so there's this guy at my work that uh, he almost had a brain aneurysm, and like I guess doctors took the fluid out or whatever that was going to cause his aneurysm. And he now claims that he can see certain people's auras <laughs> if he focuses hard enough. He should move to like to Sedona. Sedona and, That's what I said to yeah, him. So you know, Get some you of those move. crystal vortexes and all that shit. Yeah, open a shop and just draw, just make drawings of people's auras. They'll pay you lots of money for it. <laughs> I'll tell girls that I can see their areola and yeah. see if I can that. <laughs> there you go. All right. Let's... Uh, all right, so moving on in to the, uh, this is a new advertisement, I, yeah. unless you guys saw this last month. No, I nope, think this is nope. new. Smash okay. is the new adventures, new right? Yeah. It's this a, is it, breaking in the new year of 1992 with a, with a smash. Link coming in like someone was, you know, like a bunch of teenagers was, were thirsty and they were saying, oh no, and then Link comes in going, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's busting through the wall with a fairy next to him. Who isn't a, saying, hey, listen, which is why the NES link was always superior mm-hmm. to the N64. <laughs> and uh, those fairies knew to keep their mouth shut. It's nicely illustrated. He's clearly yelling and it says smash into fantastic new adventures every month. And it's he's uh, yelling, getting you to try he's and not, subscribe not, to uh, what's that? He's not he's not harvarding. He's yelling. Oh, <laughs> you said yelling. I'm just saying. All right. Anyway. OK. Yelling. 
Yeah, there you go. That's the word. Yale. All right. He's <laughs> yaling, mate. <man. laughs> All right. Yeah. No, but it is really. I mean, it's. He's it's Notre cool. Daming. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's not duking. <laughs> that involves a lacrosse team and a bunch of rape. Oh, I was going right. poop route, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, look at this illustration Duke of Luigi University. getting. Hold on, we'll get to him. So on the other right, page, okay. what's this? It's like a dude in armor, but I don't know what he's called. Well, he's one of the uh, it's uh, like castle a knight. knights. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the castle knights of Hyrule mm-hmm. from Zelda Two. No, yeah. from Z- no, Link from to the, the, Link the Past. Not Zelda Two. Oh, There's okay. No castle. Yeah, it's all underground in the first Link, and uh, yeah, well, this is the SNES Link that we're uh, looking at here. Oh, okay. Yep, and it says, uh, call this number and get the power for just $15, which is a nice price. And, Do you uh, think we can call that number and see what we get now? Probably Nintendo headquarters. Is we, I think we tried that last time, right? Yeah. Wasn't like, that the repair number? Mm, yeah, mm. I think we did. We tried the Maybe. repair number, but... They still own it, though. So. I'm, I'm still holding out on on Howard's cell phone. <laughs> yeah, so here we get... I think we're oh, past yeah. those days now. Yeah, we're looking at Luigi here getting a... <laughs> uh, she's it's John like a prison from- rape. It's like it's like that scene from Shawshank where the um, the rival prisoners catch Andy Dufresne in the, in the laundry. Mm. And, yeah, it's kind of like that kind of action going on. We got a, a piranha <laughs> plant and a Goomba biting Luigi... Uh, yeah, the the piranha plants on the butt and, and the goomba is is biting the uh, giving him some hat. Ne- giving him some neck treatment. Yeah, and so like these <laughs> tears are you know coming out of Luigi's like the corner of his eyes. He's, his eyes are bugged out. It's and, uh, they, and they just happen to look rather spermy. And his bit. mustache is super erect from you know. It's got a Sal- Salvador Dali look to it. <laughs> it's true. Pain gets them hard. Yeah. Well, don't. Yeah, be careful, kids, messing with that. Because if you go on that road, you're in a world of hurt. All yeah. right. <laughs> Quite literally. Um. All yeah. right. And then uh, next page, we've got another advertisement that says, "Hook them together." Another ninety. Another nineties as fuck. Yeah. I think this is pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah, it oh, is. It's it's weird. It's got like the the different sized uh, fonts. Uh, lettering, like, and they're all askew. Right, with, like, super heavy shadow. and yeah. Super and heavy shadow. Oh, you got the tilted the tilted shadow on the text at the bottom and with gradient mm-hmm. text. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. And, and some capital letters inside. There's a capital E and a lowercase e, both within the word together. Yep. Whoa, <laughs> wacky. So, and it says, uh, hook, hook them together as a picture of Super Nintendo and a regular NES. Uh, and double your playing power, like they're both hooked into one TV. So, even though, like you know, processor wise, that would more like be like one and a half Super Nintendos, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Then on the TV, it's got a picture of uh, Super Mario World, basically. So it's like, how is that now, doubling it? Because you're only playing one of them. I don't <laughs> think any of us ever had both these systems at the same time. Am I right? No, I did. Okay. So what would you do? Would you? You'd have to like, like, sort of daisy chain the RF things together to make oh, it gosh, work. Oh gosh, I have to remember now. Um, That's believe, what I was getting. Yeah, at. you had to daisy chain them together, I believe. And then you, so you put no, one on like channel you, three and one on channel four, right? Well, you wouldn't necessarily have to because the Super Nintendo had an alternative to the RF switch. Yes, right? but most of us out. didn't. Most of us didn't have. Okay, at least 
knowing pretty much everyone I grew up with, <laughs> except for my friend who was the son of an orthopedic surgeon, we didn't have TV. The best TV in the house was not the gaming TV. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, the one that was in the, you know, the extra living, you know, or the extra room, you know, the kids' room or whatever. Yeah. So that TV, in the sex the dungeon, of course. Of, no, it's where you watch yeah. the snuff films. Right. So <laughs> the chances that that TV that you were gaming on was the nicest TV in the house were pretty slim, for at least for most people, I'd say. So yeah, you would have to daisy chain the RF. Yeah. So. Mike, you're right. Yes, if you use the component out or whatever, or the RF, what is it, RCB or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the RCA. RGB, RGB yeah. composites with the. Uh, well, no, no, it wasn't composites. It was the one that, like, the video was yellow. So it yeah. was yeah. like. Our, cause RGB composite. Y. Yeah, because so the composites the are the ones white. where. Yeah, the composites are the ones I think that had the yellow for the video and the red and white no. for the. No, that's not composite. Composites <laughs> are the ones where RCAs. Where it's yeah. green. Oh and yes, they have the red. green and purple ones. But yeah. this is the RCA. Yes. That's the I think, uh, I think that's right. Composite is later. So But yeah, no. I mean, uh I, I remember at least trying to figure figure out how to daisy chain them. But yeah, you'd have to put one on channel three and one on channel four, right? Was the way that would work? I had channel two and three on mine, but I don't remember. Uh, I thought they were on Canada. the same channel and it just you couldn't have them both on at the same time, obviously. Yeah, with me with, okay. yeah, I think what I did, I ran a splitter through the RF thing so that I would just like uh, slide a switch between them and that would uh, choose between the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo that got to the RF one. And then the RF had its own splitter between the cable and the console, so I had two switches on my TV, I believe. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so table of table we, of anything. That's more a lot more. Co- that's this. a lot. That's a lot more coverage than we thought we get out of that page. Yeah. Just right. confirm. Anybody with <laughs> I did Google it while you guys were talking. It is called an RCA connector. Mm-hmm. Yay! So, table of anything more interesting than this. Hey. We got uh, Mega Man Four fighting a moth robot thing mm-hmm. in Mega Man Four. And Monster in My Pocket and Tecmo Super Bowl for the NES. TMNT, Back from the Sewers, Beetlejuice, and Prince of Persia for the Game Boy. And for the Super Nintendo, we got Super Kick-Assylvania. A brief mention of Zelda 4, True Golf Classics of Wannabe Country Club, and Super Off-Road. All right. And And some guy snowboarding in a very precarious position with his Game Boy. I could tell it was like snowboarding or like water water skiing on like a, a snowboard. Either way, going outside during the day with your Game Boy is just basically asking for a blind screen. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like game. I mean, they knew their market. They designed that thing to keep you indoors as much as possible. <laughs> which is kind. Of, which is kind of a. Uh, it's kind of a uh, a bad quality for a so-called portable system. Yeah. Well. You could take it on an indoor, indoor traveling indoor space like an airplane or a car or something, I guess, right? Yeah. As long as you weren't going around during the day because then you get the blinding sun coming through the windows. Or then you have to rely on the street lights at night to give you temporary visibility <laughs> as you pass through each one. Yep. Okay. So moving on into the player's pulse, they oh, officially stopped calling it the mailbag. At all, and so they got rid of the uh, um, what was it, power players section? They got rid of probably that one of the, Probably one of the teenagers kept snickering every time they said mailbag. Yeah, 
They don't have mailbag anymore. Well, they've been calling it Players Pulse for a while now. They have, yeah. I'm just saying they got rid of the subheading, so it's just Players Pulse like, now. I wonder if like one of the uh, the counselors took like a bag of mail and just like knocked one of the other counselors onto the ground and just like hovered over him with the bag of mail and saying, "Hey, look, I'm mailbagging you." <laughs> so they got. Um, it's a lot smaller area for for letters to come in. They crammed in a phone directory. They crammed in the editor's corner from Gale, and then they had the full list of staff on this yeah, page as not, well. Not even a, not even two solid pages, right? To the fans, because so you get one and the third. They used to have a whole bunch of this information on the power line, but now they've crammed it into the players' pulse. It's not even. It's only one page of things submitted from the fans, and the other one is just the poll winners. Mm-hmm. So one page. <clears throat> But we get to see, uh, for the first, well, on the big insert, we get to see some amazing sculpted fan art that would uh, compete with our own friend Josh Foreman. Yeah, these are some solid, looks like they've, mostly, most of this is clay work. Yeah, we uh, got uh, a fantastic, although slightly bigger, slightly fat Yoshi. <laughs> with a derp, with a derpy looking Mario on it, and Quackenbush has been in the. I remember his name before, so he's he's been in prior issues. I don't remember what for, unfortunately. But and then an amazing blue Mega Man. Yep. Yeah, that's solid. That's like, I would buy that level. That's Mega a Man. professional level. I, I would have that on my desk. It is. It's it's pimping. We mm-hmm. Doug Vanderhotch from Fremont, Indiana, Iowa. Iowa. Really? We'll learn the states, you know, by the time this podcast ends. <laughs> by the time uh, we run out of Nintendo Powers, we'll have learned all 50 states. <laughs> and, and, and all 30 that start with an M. <laughs> all right. We've got some amazing plush toys of the Battletoads. Mm-hmm. Well, that's is, not clay. That's plush. That's Yeah, so good. I'll read the letter here. It says, Frog Legs to Go. Enclosed is a photo of the Battletoads my mom created. I told her my sister, brother, and I really wanted some Battletoads to play with. So she made a pattern and sewed them for us. We really like to play Battletoads on the NES, and now we have others we can play with too. That, I, I, would, I would gladly swap out my mom for that one in an instant. <laughs> I mean, this one really <laughs> stepped up. Oh, <laughs> uh. Well, I gotta say, like the rash is the best. Zitz is pretty good, but pimple—that's the no, big guy, not right? There's a hint of green on him. Well, he's yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be much larger than the other ones, right? Uh, I'd imagine like the. Well, one of them was bigger. I, yeah, I think she's made them to scale. Like the middle one is bigger than the other. Oh, was two. that supposed to be pimple? So the third guy just is missing green completely. Yeah, I think she just. I had think she ran out of green cloth, and green. she's just like, "There yeah. you go." Well, I don't even see a hand on them. It's like she just <laughs> ran out of fabric. She's just like, "I knocked these first two out of the park. Hopefully, I can just phone the last one in with these yeah. scraps, and he'll be okay." Like, eh, kind of like the little sister doesn't even know what a video game is. Here you go. They look like <laughs> stretch Armstrongs, kind of. Yeah, they do. So, yeah. Donovan Beckering, you win the prize for awesome dolls and an awesomer mom. Mm-hmm. But you really should learn to not use a flash when you're taking a picture of a TV screen. Ouch. Well, I guess he wanted to include the logo. <laughs> All right. Oh, that, uh, oh, that's the screen of the game. I just yeah, got the game's, that. You said the that. The game's right behind them. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. At that point, you just put some black electrical tape over the flash and just take the picture. 
<laughs> All right. This and then a, uh, going after going we after. Got, check these out. We got slightly less quality of uh, Mega Man this time. We've got like yeah. the Mister Bill Mega Man and Rush. Oh yeah. You know, what? still still tried. And then going after your heart, we have Steve uh, Konigsberg of Farmington. Want to take a stab at it, Mike? Michigan. There we go. My name is Steven. I'm eight years old. Are you sure it wasn't Missouri, Mississippi? How many states start with an MI again? Uh, all right. Um, I think it's like five or six. So, or at least with M. But all right. My name is Steven. I'm eight years old. I love role-playing games. Here's a picture of Dragon Warrior slimes I made out of clay. As you can see, I've also created gold, green, black, and white. In addition to the one scenes in the game, scene in the game, you. If you thought the metal slime was tough, my gold slime is invincible. So, these are pretty. These are pretty sweet. I think that's like one of the play sets they made for. I don't think. I don't think the castle. The castle is kind of thrown into, like a yeah. toy. But he it made a slime. Like a, it, doesn't, it doesn't look like a Lego castle. Or it's not Lego. Castle. It's. I remember. I remember something similar to that though. Like it was like a play set for something. Well, so. then we got uh, the only one fan letter that we've got here. That's not. About all that, we got this kid, Annalise Gonzalez. Oh, it's a girl. Says, we have just finished Super Mario World and you will find the photos and clothes. The game is finished by two players, Annalise Gonzalez and Raul Navarro. Pictured as our third player and coach, Emmanuel Rodriguez. Oh, so it is a kid. Guy. He was forever egging us on and his help is just what we needed to defeat Bowser. So we got someone who happily beats Super Mario and he's got a smile of the mile wide. Looking cute as a button too in his Mitch shirt. That's a fortune yeah, about the Mitch shirt. Well, <laughs> at least he's well, got a ni- at least he's got, got a nice smile. You got to remember the Mets won in like '86, so yeah. you know this isn't this isn't that far removed from the Mets winning. Yeah. It's a life, yep, so. it, but from there it's all downhill though. Is the problem? <laughs> so well, that was when well, there was still hope that they could turn it around. Mm. They uh they. You know, a couple of years from now, they get Mike Piazza. You know, things are okay for a while there. Yeah, yeah so. true. So next month they'll be. At, they ask, do you have? Do you sometimes wish you had some of the powers of your favorite video game characters? What special ability would you want, and why? So we can look forward to reading those next month mm. or Cock the month after. Yep. <laughs> one, one sort of funny story about the Mets from the '90s, though. They're still paying Bobby Bonilla like a million dollars a year because. <laughs> he negotiated a contract that um, instead of getting like $20 million at once, he said like for the next however many years, you have to pay me a million dollars a year. And they agreed to it. So like he's been retired for 20 years and they're still paying him every summer. That's awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, we're never yeah. doing that again. <laughs> All right. And then next up, we have the Hudson Hawk scavenger hunt winner. So from the one of the players polls, they had uh, Hudson Hawk. Uh, scavenger hunts and uh, where they you know would Nintendo Power employees would basically set up a scavenger hunt around the people the, whoever the winner's town was and um, then they you would get to find drive like, around a limo uh, Bruce Willis at the end of it is that, is that what you get you oh <laughs> even Bruce better was just like no so you can see a picture here of um, yeah, Ross Mr. Willis was okay <laughs> stop talking <laughs> <laughs> you can see a picture here of uh, the people who won popping their heads out of a limousine. Mm-hmm. And it says, Ross, Moskowitz, friends, Alex, M- Frank, and brother Jay 
shredded San Diego in search of Da Vinci's lost treasures. And uh, it says an event remembered by all. And so they have a horse statue, a picture of a horse statue they found on the left. And it says Ross gets his cappuccino and also finds the secret notebook. And if you haven't seen the movie, then cappuccino is like a sort of inside joke. Because all he wants the whole movie is a cappuccino and he finally gets it at the end. Hmm. So, so they gave a cappuccino to a kid? Uh, I do not see a cappuccino there. But uh, I would have to just I see a glass of what, like maybe a root beer float or something? It's like it cappuccino did, doesn't usually come in a glass cup with a handle. It looks they like probably a did, candle. They probably did some coke in that limo, though. I mean, so <laughs> I see I see too many balloons and not enough strippers. Yeah, that's what I see. <laughs> oh yes, they're in search of Da Vinci's lost treasure during that the time like that he went to America. That's what I said about Ben's first bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> Except there weren't any balloons there either. Oh, <laughs> certainly not enough strippers. Thank God, All no. Right. <laughs> well, <this one. laughs> but in an odd coincidence we did see the movie Die Hard with a Vengeance so Bruce oh Willis gosh. was <laughs> uh, alright okay Let you did I didn't yeah Ben was drunk in a bar instead <laughs> yep I ditched it I ditched uh, it yeah. Yeah. Bruce, Will- Bruce Willis is just like the force he surrounds us binds us keeps us together mm. he also fights uh, fighter jets Harrier jets mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so next gotta, up, you got to take him down with uh, what was it—a truck or a motorcycle? No, he—they hit the helicopter with the truck. He like shoots the jet down with like a like a gun or something. It was a helicopter. He took down and yeah, he took down the helicopter. Yeah, but there's also a Harrier in the, the Harrier the does at the end. The, yes, when they, yeah, when they took a carry a Harrier to fight him on the Queensway. <laughs> well, I'm not Queensway isn't that. a word we use in Freedom Queensway. Land. All right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> So sorry, did my we have a note for a minute? We have a note here for from Gail saying uh, this month's Nintendo Power features a new look. First of all, there are more pages, largely because we've added a comic section. The reason for this change was you. You've been telling us that you want to see in the Nintendo Power, and we're responding. Keep sending in those letters with your comments. It's difficult to stress how much we appreciate your input. Also, the players' poll cards you send in help us immensely. We offer the great prizes uh, in, in appreciation. We offer the great prizes that you see every month. We have a bunch of great players' poll prizes coming up, so keep those cards coming in. There we go. Keep so. sending us letters. They will. We will not print anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so we got three phone ben, numbers. Ben, stop here. writing in about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So we got three numbers in the phone directory. I think you called the middle one for Nintendo customer service, right? I don't, uh, I don't remember which one I called. Are, are well, you want me to call another one? Is that what we're saying here? Yeah, the Nintendo Power subscription. Let's see what the... All right. Call and, right now. and you can write down the game counseling one. We can see that for another time. That's an actual number, though. Well, I guess mm. cell phones kind of make that pointless, but... <clears throat> All right, let's see what we got here. Supposedly, darling. Nintendo. After 18 years and over 28 million calls, we have discontinued our live game counseling service. Aww. We want to thank our many fans who used our service throughout the years. Boo. Although we no longer <laughs> offer live help, we have many options available for gameplay information. For online gameplay information... No, I don't know what the internet is yet. Stop. For online inter- for online gameplay, pl- please 19- check IGN or GameFAQs. 
This is right. January 92 we're in. AKA the pricks that killed us. That doesn't help us. All right. Okay. So. So which number did you call? The game counseling or the power subscription? Power subscriptions. And it took that you game to the game counseling. Gonna, that game counseling is going to be the same thing. I'm going to guarantee you. Yeah, if well, it's they not mentioned, someone's home number by now. Because yeah, they didn't mention the magazine being closed. They also mentioned the uh, the counseling, I think. So, that's all yeah, I said was the counseling. Like, yeah, all right, so I'll call the second number the and other. see. All right. All right, I'm dialing the second one. Customer service. Consumer service. That should actually work because they still have to service. Hi, constantly. you've reached Nintendo. And even though we're closed right now, you can visit our website, support.nintendo.com. So that still works. That still works. Don't call yeah. that other one because that, that might be an actual person's number at this point. <laughs> Dude, that's why we want to call it. No. Well, it is only 9 o'clock at night, but still that's... All right, I'm doing it. You know what? I have no shame. This is gold. <laughs> it's not gold. This is not going to work. <laughs> Why are there? What's the? Oh, what's TDD mean? Touch. It's for the deaf. <laughs> I want to type that to you more. Does the deaf phone? <laughs> no, TDD is like touch dial for the deaf. Oh shit. <laughs> we got to know who it is. Oh. Fuck. All right. Shocking. All right. Uh, Onward well, mystery solved. That's too bad. <laughs> mystery solved. Okay. That would have been funnier if you were just like, hello, you want to order bike parts or something? It's like, hey, when did you get this number? Or like some grandmother that's looking for a long lost like nephew that was never called her. Lovely. <laughs> uh, all right. Mega Man all 4? Right. Yes, Mega Man uh, 4. And uh, we have a new enemy. So it's not Dr. Wily anymore. He's looking pretty friggin' evil. We have Dr. Cossack. I mean, Cossack. 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 Yeah, so. Mega Man's looking pretty malevolent on the cover. He is, but I like it. He's got the the eyebrows going seriously. He's got the mouth uh, smiling evilly with one side <laughs> up harder than the he's other. Taken, he's taken a little too much pleasure in his job. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the cop that's just waiting for a riot to break out so then he can finally cut loose without, you know, consequences. Yeah, I had a, a co-worker I worked with at a, 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 a retail store who got a part-time job as a, um, um, what do you call it, like a prison cop? You know, Prison guard? Not prison <laughs> guard, but the corrections officer. And... Uh, he, his eyes would light up talking about uh, getting in, getting into like riots and stuff and breaking them up. Yeah, like, oh, people that get oh, this guy came to me, get me, get me, and I was like, oh, and then I got him. Oh, it was awesome, and I was so hard. <laughs> right, I was waiting for that night. It's like, oh man, go to go jerk off in the men's room. Woo! I mean, <laughs> I had t- I had two batons to beat him with. <laughs> uh, so and they both went in his butt. Lovely. Um, what do we have here? Guth. We have Pharaoh Man, and who's the other? That's just some um, enemy. Stoner an snail. Okay. Yeah, it's like a snail thing that looks like a kind of a monster face. I thought these things were supposed to be robots, not like Yeah, this things. thing looks a little too organic. Um, why does it have a tumor on its back? It's not a tumor. <laughs> it looks like a tumor. <laughs> um... No, it's like did, one of those bugs that uh, got parasites on them that drive them around like cars. Did mm. either of you play this game? Let's let's actually yes. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then talk about it. So, well, <laughs> let's, let's talk about well. the story here. So, uh, this time there's a new villain gumming up the works of Mega Man's utopian world. His name is Doctor Cossack, 
And he looks like he's learned a lot from Dr. Wily's near misses. Kozlik has dreamed up eight new robot leaders to smash Mega Man. He's created a huge fortress that rivals Wily's skull castle in size and ingenuity. Take on the robot leaders in any order, then fight your way to the evil doctor and get ready for some mega surprises. Now, did, I know what, did you I, have a fa- do you have a favorite boss out of the eight? Out here? of this one? Um, mm-hmm. I always kind of liked uh, Feral Man. Personally. Yeah, I've heard that's the best of all of them. Is yeah. Skull Man's kind of neat. The fact that this okay. whole level's just bones. Some of them mm. are kind of Robotic like... Robotic bones. Are kind of sad uh, to look at. The like, does the man, first guy... Dust man. <laughs> yeah, Dustman Dust is literally like a walking vacuum. He's, I mean, he has a vac- giant vacuum like bag on his head, basically. Sounds like your mother after a couple drinks. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right. Um, Ring Man, which is so, just... Ring uh, Man is... <laughs> That's now the guy I, at your wedding that has the the ring, right? So yeah. he's the, he's the cock ring man for Doctor Coxick. <laughs> it does. I got to give Ring Man one credit. He does have a cool mini boss, a uh, two hungry hungry hippos. Yeah, those are weird. Oh, that is weird. Mm-hmm. And then he has a spring. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so and, and then there's Dive Man who just has a periscope sticking out of his head. So. <laughs> My I, under- I would have loved to see Muff Dive Man. My understanding oh. is that <laughs> he only has this just like a glass of a oh. glass of water by a table. Why, why would I be talking? All right, okay, all right. Um, so Mega Man has like a, a power blast or master blasters, Mega Blaster, Mega Blaster, called, right? Yes. And I've my understanding is it kind of broke the game because like it's so strong that it kind of takes the importance of getting all the weapons out. Oh, otherwise. you mean? You mean how he charges it up? Yeah, like, the, you end up just using that more than, like, actually switching to the... You know, like, because you're supposed to... Like, the, the, the classic Mega Man, you know, formula is, you know, you use certain weapons that, to make you stronger against tougher bosses and all that. You know, like, you're supposed to go th- mm-hmm. through in a sequence that makes it... But because of the, the Mega Blaster, uh, or Mega Buster, or whatever it's called, like, it's kind of not so critical that you go through and get... The weapons in the right yeah. sequence. I'm looking at a lot of these bosses for the strategies to beat them, and it seems that only Bright Man has got the one where it tells you to use uh, an actual boss's attack. <coughs> right. Where it tells you to use Toad Man's Rain Flush to turn out his lights. And then we're looking at Skull. Oh, you hit the Skull Man with the Dust Crusher. Uh, <laughs> he's got like a freaking dust buster on his head. <laughs> dust man sucks you in with powerful vacuum and attacks with the dust crusher. So you power up the mega buster, which again is the uh, the weapon of choice. And then, and drill then your man. Mo- yeah, your mom's favorite drill man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you, know, you hit him with a powered mega di- mega buster or dive missiles, and then <laughs> Pharaoh man. Like, <laughs> I think you're right though, John. I think like it probably made it easier overall. For, like, players, you know, not as difficult right. as the previous games. Like, oh, yeah. you could play it the way you used to play it, or we give you this shooter method, basically. Hey, look, there's Derpy on page 11, top left. Except he's, like, weaponized Derpy. Oh, my gosh, yeah, it's a big old derp whale. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He shoots a little, he, throw, he, he upchucks little missiles or something at you. Yeah, depth charges. Torpedoes. That explains why he sounds so weird. 
<laughs> and then Bright Man um, just literally has a light bulb on his head, which I'm sure is uh, <laughs> it seems like a design flaw. Yeah, we're gonna put a big no, glass you know bulb on your bulb. head. Right. <laughs> Let me know when you get to the end, though, because I want I have a critique about the end. So, like, I don't well, know. I don't want. Uh, I don't want to jump. We're looking at Pharaoh Man, which is a pretty cool level. It's got like sand and bricks and. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, got oh, the it's a desert thing. Yeah, it's got the quicksand in it, so you're constantly having to jump. It's kind of an initially, it's kind of an annoying level. It's it's hard because um, you're getting constantly enemies are coming at you, and you're trying to. If you get hit by them, you also get like sucked into the quicksand. Yeah, and so, there's a lot of pits for you to fall into. Right. Which you know you're going to because ugh. one thing I hate about these Nintendo games is that they really had no predictability. So it's not like you could be like, okay, well, I'm just going to stop, let him go over me. Because, mm -hmm. you know, they'll just change their arc. Mm. And it'll be like a friggin' sine wave on an oscilloscope. Like, <laughs> it, instead of being one steady up and down, it'll be like up, narrow, down, curve, wide, narrow. And yeah, like, well, fuck, I'll tell you. Just keep to a damn pattern. The Castlevania Medusa heads are like the bane of my existence. <laughs> oh. uh. Just like, oh, you want us to go like straight or like... In, in like one direction. Nope. We're oh, you thought you could stand. Still <laughs> we're gonna go in a serpentine pattern. Yeah. Well, and another like apparently this game definitely suffered from the fact that it was released, you know, on the NES as the Super Nintendo was coming in. Like, and I know it's been a bit of a narrative over the last you know few issues. Just uh, this is a great Mega Man game. Like, it's it's. I mean, it's not the best Mega Man game, but. Um, it's you know one of the better NES games, and it just gets completely lost in the wash of the of mm -hmm. the Super Nintendo launch. So kind of unfortunate because apparently this is a pretty good game from everything I looked into. It's got a neat little uh, plot twist after you defeat Doctor Cossack. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Is that okay? Like yeah, yeah. So yeah, it turns out that Cossack, like Doctor Wiley, had kidnapped Doctor Cossack's daughter and like so dr cossack was acting as an agent for dr wiley but um what is it it like brings into question whether um who's the person that like that like spurs you to do the whole like the whole the reason the game exists like oh, dr. dr light is it dr light yes dr, dr. Light. dr. light is Mega Man's creator yes maybe not dr light then um I was There's watching no something. <laughs> I was watching something, and it was saying like it. It basically like brings into question whether um, Doctor Light is any help at all. Yeah, or yeah, or like someone was acting in cahoots with Doctor Wiley when you thought um, Breakman, uh, Proto Man, Proto Man. That's it. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the first one that the that they created. Well, according to the. Uh, to the comic, which you really should read, because the Mega Man comic, it stays true to the story of all the games, mm -hmm. and then has a crossover with Sonic the Hedgehog. It's pretty cool. And in it, it shows uh, that Mega Man, before Mega Man was created, when Dr. Light and Wily were working together, they originally created a robot called Blues, and mm. then they created Rock and Roll, the two robots, <laughs> and then Wily went off the rails, and then uh, that's who becomes Proto Man, it's actually his older brother, Blues. Hmm. Okay. Hey, so, guys, and I then just... You, oh, go ahead. 
No, no, please. Sorry. It's unrelated to Mega Man. Go ahead. Well, I just want to know. So then you get done with Dr. Kosaki and then have to go take on Dr. Wily in his fortress is how the, the game ends, mm-hmm. correct? I like how they portrayed a Russian as right. a good guy. Well, at least know, they, the got Soviet, the, they got the doctor so, in that uh, that big Cossack hat. The Soviet, you know, <laughs> the wall fell. So, you know, hey. Let, hey, let's, Russians are good guys. Let's and open we'll, up to And America will never know terrorism again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, All right, sorry, ready to move on? You guys ready to move on? I do like that, aside from these people, that there's no humans in this world. It's like Dr. Light and Wiley are like the only human beings left in a world that must have been wiped out by war because everything is robots. Mm-hmm. You never meet uh, soldiers who are like, thanks for the help or wonder attack. It's like every level is only populated by creatures on attack. That's that's the future. <laughs> <laughs> This must be like Terminator 5 or something. It's like once the humans have been wiped out, now what? Now what do the robots do? They obey their robot masters, of course. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say before before we moved on here, I just noticed there's a change in Nintendo Power. They have these little diamonds at the bottom of the right page. And mm-hmm. this one says NES on it. And they have ones later on in the issue for Game Boy. And I'm sure ones for Super Nintendo as well. Yep, Super NES. So they give you a nice... Yeah. Clear indicator of what system each game is for, unlike every if you page. Couldn't tell, if you couldn't tell from the uptick in graphics or the lack of color. <laughs> so, you know, some games aren't all that great, so... <laughs> I don't know, the, uh, well, for Game Boy, yes, but, like, the, the graphics and color are pretty fine for the Mega Man 4, at least, I'd right. say. No, I'm saying maybe down the line, some Super Nintendo games might not be worthy of being on the Super Nintendo. And we'll get to that when we hit our poster. Even the shitty SNES games Teaser. I've seen. Is, <laughs> well, all the shit, all the SNES games I've seen, even the less than great ones, still looked, remar- still looked uh, noticeably better than the NES games. But speaking of shitty looking games, Monster in My uh, Pocket. Yeah, this looks really shitty. This Monster really, in My Pocket. Really, so really we tried shitty. experimenting with Pocket Monster games before the Pokemon <laughs> came out. <laughs> 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 They got it backwards, um, apparently. What, what, is, uh, what is Monster in My Pocket based off of? I think it was literally this game, but I, rem- I remember this ad campaign for some fucking reason. I don't know why. Like Maybe it was just on Nickelodeon a lot or something. It would, but... it would be a good Nickelodeon show. Was it a toy series? Or... No, like it literally was... I've, I've been looking into this because it feels like I... You're, I my feeling was the same as yours, but like there this... There was a Nickelodeon show called like, Ah, Monsters. Ah, uh, real monsters. Ah, uh, real monsters came out like well after this. No, no, no. Like, Monster in my pocket is like uh, the little, the little guys, kind of like little army men. Yeah, it was like that line was created uh, like at the same time with this game. Like, oh, it was, okay. It's kind of like, like the muscle was, men. They're like little muscle men, right? Yeah, like the idea was like little monsters that you could like stash in your pocket. Like, yes, pocket monsters. You would might say, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or Pokemon for short. <laughs> <laughs> Except these are more like demonic than Pokemon. Pokemon, you know, generally have yeah. Like these little classic monsters because you got like a Frankenstein here, you got a Dracula. They call him the Vampire, the Monster instead of Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster, I guess. So what's this deal from? Uh, they've got a television at the bottom here. Uh, miniaturized by a freak of freak act of nature, good nature vampire and a mild mannered monster hop into Jack's pocket and hitch a ride into his house. 
Not all the monsters made many are kind, though. Another tiny terror soon struck trouble. And it actually comes with one of the uh, creepy little collectibles. So you can get a little toy with the game. Great. And then, um, so apparently the two, so you get to play as either Frankenstein's monster or quote-unquote the vampire. Dracula's monster. (laughs) Dracula's (laughs) monster. (laughs) Monster nephew or something. Um, And it's just, they're standing in front of a... We got got Dracula's homunculus. It's like a little vampire he keeps in a glass jar. So for scale, they have these not terribly good illustrations with a vampire standing behind a, a quarter and a nickel mm-hmm. and <laughs> Frankenstein's monster standing in front of, uh, what is like that? Thread and, a thread, a, thread like and a needle. Bobbin. Yeah, like yeah, it's the, a spool like, of thread. Spool of thread and needle, yeah. And apparently Frankenstein's monster has heels on. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, they're, yeah, they're sticking from fa- a TV. Fashion, fashion, good. Social yeah, labels, bad. This is this is a pretty shitty NES game from what I like have seen and what I remember. Like this was definitely not worth playing. Uh, unfortunately, not really. <laughs> the fact that the vampire in the game is just basically one color from head to toe with the occasional bit of blue. Yeah, he's completely orangish brown with the blue on the inner cape, blue on socks, blue on his hands, blue on his face. The end is a, he's like an he's like an angry Mr. Hanky. The end of the issue, the ratings are about mid three, so they're saying it's okay, but you know. Okay, I, we gotta talk about this guy. So they're standing in front of this television set, and mm-hmm. it says, "We interrupt <laughs> this program with a message from your local warlock. His mean minions are on the move in your own house, and mm-hmm. this guy has some kind of like triangular flat top going on that is like red it's and got, black. It's, it's yep. like it's like Count Floyd meets Colonel Guile." <laughs> <laughs> So he's got Transylvania, your, Transylvanian Street Fighter going on. Right. So they've got a couple. Do you get to switch between the two characters? Or are they I don't like, think so. I think you spend the whole game as this guy in the red in all these images. The oh, vampire? The, vampire? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the vampoop? Yep. <laughs> um, oh, you get to play it with two players. I guess. Double your I monster know. monster might. Two player tips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with two players, you'll have twice as much firepower, and when you lose your last life, you can press select to take an extra one from your partner. Ha! Uh, that's great. That yeah, yeah. That's that's like uh, the Chip and Dale games. Yeah. It looks like they even just took the backgrounds like from those games. Pretty yeah, much. Why don't, ha- why don't we have like a, a massive? layout of a room with a stereo and a desk okay but yeah it's just a shitty game don't play it <laughs> and it, I don't see any enemies in these screenshots it's just you're you're going down the stairs like super meat boy style well with like okay 40 that's, other vampires we've talked about this before like you know why that's the case yeah. but I love the uh, the uh, titles for every single stage they use the same art over and over and over mm-hmm. of the <laughs> Dracula and Frankenstein's monster, like holding, holding a pencil, pencil. Yeah. and just have this face in them like, I'm holding a pencil. <laughs> I do like the bosses like Spring Hill Jack, which is an actual Victorian character. Mm-hmm. There were police reports of people getting attacked by this guy and one was in particular detail of a woman being attacked by a, a guy with like clawed hands mm-hmm. who could spit fire. 
And like that was in the actual police report. Yeah. So like Wolverine was a real thing in you know nineteenth century no, Victorian that, London. They described him more like a demon that could like fly mm. and stuff like that, right? And leap over built. He could like leap on, leap over fences to prevent right. pursuit and. Uh, I don't know. There's a, there's I, I a imagine whole, it's just. Um, I imagine it's some Victorian engineer who managed to like create like flint caps in it to, to wear flint cap dentures so that he could like create sparks in his teeth and and just have like uh, springs in his actual heels. Like there's a this, whole. I imagine some guy mm. making a lab out of just um, awesome equipment just to fuck with the police. There's a whole series of uh, side quests in uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Syndicate, which is in Victorian era England. And uh, you had to go after Spring Hill Jack, essentially. And like that game is pretty had... shitty, from what I understand. Really? I, what, I mean, so I played all the way through. Know. Okay, it's all an right. Assassin's Creed game. They're pretty standard I, fare. I hate Assassin's Creed. Just because know. you can't handle running with the trigger does not mean <laughs> 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 oh, it's a bad oh. game. I feel like you need like one controller for the right side of your body and then the other controller for the fucking left side of your body and like all that shit that they put you through. I don't know. I look well, I had no problem with it. And everybody oh, knows my intelligence. Oh, oh, oh wow. So that that's a scale right there. Ouch. Mm. Yeah, I can't imagine a sicker burn than that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mike like can do a, it. That's, that's the suicide bomb burn. Mike has um, problems um, with doorknobs, so yeah, that's probably. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the suicide burn. Everybody's getting torched. The childproof, the childproof uh, caps on on medicine keep Mike have keep have kept Mike out for years. So. <laughs> They're the reason I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> candy, candy. Mm. <laughs> Tic Tacs. Mm. <laughs> they sell the best candy in the back of the drugstore. <laughs> right. So they only go through the th um, first three stages of this gloriously bad game. I think and, there might uh, only be three stages. Thankfully. Oh, that'd be even better. Yeah. So oh, please tell me that it's only so three the, stages. No, there's six stages. Look, at, it goes through four, five, and six as well. Yeah, you go after in one of the one of the stage bosses is the Kraken, mm -hmm. uh, and then they have. What is this here? A gremlin, Medusa, and then it looks like a, a, a literally a guy wearing a Godzilla suit. <laughs> like yeah. you're, you're seeing the photos of like um, like the behind the scenes of the old Godzilla movies, and it's just like the dude in the suit. And you're like, oh, <laughs> of course, that's what it is. That's what it looks like on set. It looks so stage, terrible. Stage six is you have to beat all the bosses again. And then you have to take on whatever the leader is, which looks like some sort of Labrador slash iguana <laughs> slash Godzilla. Yeah, it's it's the man-sized Godzilla. Yeah, it looks like you're fighting. <laughs> Stage five looks like you're fighting a gremlin. Stage four is the no, gremlin. That's, Stage yeah. five is the Medusa. Yeah. All right, and neither let's, one looks like that. Let's move on, shall we? Oh, she's somewhere in front of the Oriental Palace. Racist. <laughs> is is the word Oriental used anymore? By the way, or has that just not, been blacklisted? It's, it's yeah, it's kind of frowned upon. Hmm. It's like when it's happened. like Negro. It's like yeah, hmm. colored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, hear a lot of that living in uh, Atlanta, by the way. Anyways, so next up, John, I'll let you take this one. 
And I'll uh, wait for you at the Zelda. Oh, apparently we've lost uh, Mike's interest. Um, Tecmo Super Bowl. The important thing uh, here, it's you know like a graphical upgrade to Tecmo, so the field's crisper um, graphically. Uh, the big thing of notice here, um, at the time the NFL had 28 teams, so every team was in the game. The uh, like prior games only had 12. Um, so all the teams are in the game. And uh, what's kind of cool is that you can simulate the entire seri- uh, season, uh, take your team through like all the games. And they have like kind of a mock-up of like they play through a season and like say what happened. Um, they kind of like wrote it out like a newspaper in the coverage here. Um, and there's like tracking of data of, of like statistics and everything over the entire season. So, um, you know, it's, a, it's sort of a progression. If, if you like football games, this is, um, you know, getting borderline playable comp- compared to, um, you know, some of the really poor other games. But, uh, if you're not a... All right, Mike. <laughs> Mike. All right, Zelda comic. Oh, man. I don't even know why I bother. All right. Was O.J. Simpson in this game, or? O.J. Simpson. Uh, this was '92, so he was getting ready to kill Nicole Brown. I would say. So <laughs> O.J. retired in like. The Is that late a mini game? Do you get to drive the white Bronco? yeah much more interesting to you guys so so anyway hey it's possible that we have some listeners or potential listeners that uh, like sports games we shouldn't discount (laughs) them Mike I'll be good alright well there's not it's okay alright so what do we have we have a comic here for how so how is it is it a fold out thing because it's kind of on like the scans get really small for some reason really that's weird uh, it's yeah. just full pages it's okay. just like nope. you're flipping to the magazine on the print version all right well I'm gonna scroll I'm gonna you know scroll in so okay. yeah I don't comic. know how much we want to do in the comic because it's fairly lengthy I mean, lo- oh I love these things it's the like, artwork is really good here oh yeah it starts off just it's like, 14 no, no. 15 pages. There's some yeah, deviations Michael. between this and the game, but uh, similarly, it wakes up. It starts with Link in bed during a storm, getting a message telepathically from Princess Zelda, asking him to come to the castle. Sorry, let's do a music for you. Never mind. From what game? From? Okay, it wasn't good music. I just said it was doing music. I thought it would be at least be on point to this game, but what's the so what's the music at the beginning of this then? Dun da da da. Well, the beginning is like uh, well, first it's like rainfall, and uh, forget forget about the uh, original castle music. Is I think it's like dun 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 da 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 dun 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 da 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 bum 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 bum. There you go. So just loop that loop that over your narration then. <laughs> so Link decides to uh, question his sanity and follow the voices in his head. He goes outside, sneaks into the castle, which is poorly guarded if somebody with no espionage skills manages to get in. But uh, apparently the guards are just waiting for people to get into the castle rather than prevent them from getting out. He gets uh, he gets attacked by two guards. He runs off. 
to witness his uncle fighting the dark wizard Aghanim, who then slices through apparently his arm holding the shield, I guess, and then the rest of his body, or just hitting him with lightning, which is a pretty epically drawn scene right here. It's like he's slashing Aghanim with the sword, but it seems to have no effect on him. And then uh, Aghanim just gloats over the poor uncle who says, any who challenge me meet their doom. And then, of course, he somehow manages to survive a fatal wound long enough to tell Link, oh, you hurt her too? Well, take my sword and shield, which clearly did me no good, and then go save the princess. And then he says, you may meet your parents, which is a bit of a subplot that doesn't get followed in the game. Like, there's no seeking mention of Link's parents at all. I don't think it's we've mentioned Link's parents in any game. He's just some kid that shows up and everyone just accepts it. So then we see Aghanim towards his legions saying that uh, Zelda was able to summon help. we got to hurry up. And then Link uh, lets you, well, it lets you know how to beat the, uh, the guardian of the uh, jail by uh, using the shield to reflect his attacks and then getting behind him. And then you stab him, and like in the game, he uses a swinging mace. This guy uses a sword, but the basics are the same. Like, get around his weapon, stab him, and eventually he falls down. And then uh, Link frees. Zelda grabs a lantern, gets out, and then uh, Zelda tells him, Oh, you are? You must be the legendary hero who appears. She holds his hand, Link apparently goes through puberty all in this instant. And then it looks like he's leaning in for a kiss or just being knocked around by an earthquake. Then Aghanim comes through, Link decides, oh, I'm going to repeat everything my uncle did, but I'm going to get different results, because apparently Zelda told me I'm special. And then he finds out he's not. And then uh, Aghanim zaps him so hard it shatters his sword, sends him crashing into the ceiling, falling to the floor. And uh, then he runs out of the castle into the dark in a pretty epic scene, knowing that the only thing that can stand up to Aghanim is the Master Sword. So that's the first issue of the Zelda comic, and it's it looks pretty damn great. They did a good job. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Okay, up next we have a classified formation. <laughs> I just thought like, oh, fuck, did Skype crash or are they razzing me? I'm just... I think shit. we both checked out for like the last five minutes. I literally went to the bathroom and got a beer. <laughs> you I keep your beer in the bathroom? I like put the Well, yeah, you put it. Off. you put it in the back of the tank. That's where it's coldest, right? Yeah. That's it like, better be in the tank. That's the emergency brew, but... yeah. Yeah, I literally put so the headphones your good like, stuff, off so my ears your- and just like put my head back and just looked at the ceiling for the <laughs> entire time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will say the artwork here is pretty cool. So yeah, definitely uh, worth checking out. Download and check it out because they're starting to put in like full story, like, mm-hmm. and it's in you know, sort of an anime style. Like the artworks, they this is not like throwaway art kind of like there there's actually you know pretty good effort put into this so if you're able to find a place that hasn't been taken down by nintendo for daring to hold their <clears> stuff what's the <clears throat> emu paradise or what oh sorry what what i'll, I'll, I'll edit that out <laughs> anyway um it's a delight for the eyeballs 
Yeah, definitely check it out. It's especially if you're a Zelda fan. So, uh, on to the classified information. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. cracking up just reading this. So our favorite game, Scat. Their backfire blast. Is for a backfire blast. Come on. I mean, they have to be shitty me. They did that on purpose. There's no other way. Come yeah, on. there's no there's no other way to interpret that. Like I literally lost it when I was flipping through earlier. They may as well just call it diarrhea, you know? Why not just call it like Taco Tuesday or whatever? <laughs> and that's really all that there is of note. Uh, yeah, uh, well, there's some hidden one-ups in, in Act Razor. Solar. Would be the other thing. I you get a say. stage select plus for Vice Project Doom, so they teach you, teach you how to change uh, levels, and they have some tips for the same thing for Snow Bros Junior. And then and we get to see some awesome tip for Act Razor, where you create a storm in a place called Blood Pool, which is pretty <laughs> yep. cool. Yep, and that's what I was saying. The hidden one-ups in ActRaiser, but you weren't listening, so there we go. And then F4F0 says, but wait, there's more! Oh, so but wait. If, if you're better than beginner, standard, or expert classes, you can graduate to a higher class if you demonstrate amazing driving abilities. Choose the expert class and complete all five courses of any of the three leagues, placing first, second, or third. You'll be rewarded by entering the challenging master class. Hmm. So there oh. you go. Uh, up next, right, we got a feature for the Game Boy. They've mm-hmm. got they got rid of that stupid uh, special feature section. Thank God. So now they just <laughs> have them. Yeah, <laughs> Game Boys aren't special. Yeah, the Game not Boy anymore. Stuff hasn't been sequestered off like they usually do. Yeah. So we have uh, Ninja Turtles two back from the sewers for the Game Boy. Now, Ben, you probably played this because you were a Ninja Turtles guy. I didn't oh. have any of the games for the uh, Game Boy. No. Uh, funny enough. I like uh, you said you played too, some but... of the games, like... Yeah, briefly, just, I mean, a couple weeks ago. Wasn't like a oh. bit of my childhood. Oh, but you were saying, like, Boy and His Blob. You're like, I played that on Game Boy when I was... I did, yeah. So you did have some games for the Game Boy. <laughs> I did have some games for the Game Boy, yes. Just I not get... this one, okay. Not right. this particular one. It's okay. kind of like one of those things where it's like, uh, if you get the game for Nintendo, you're probably not going to get it for Game Boy, and vice versa. Like, Unless really you're like want, a like, giant turtles fan and want turtles on the go. <laughs> apparently, not that big of a turtles fan. If I didn't do that. Uh, all right. Well, what do we have here? Anything of note in the coverage? Well, we got a great screenshot of a turtle who uh, apparently has been decapitated in prison because there's no way he got his head through those bars in the first place. <laughs> not with that <laughs> attitude. Yeah, that's pretty. I, funny. I do like this. I do like the screenshot that had. Uh, it's basically all the. Uh, intro titles the title cards from the cartoon mm-hmm. with uh, the name of the level yeah which is uh, pretty cool graphics considering here's what and I don't like see... is when they show the four turtles like they all look <laughs> identical when, when you're picking it's them copy, it's copy based yeah and they just changed out whatever hand is hand or hands are holding weapons that's it there's no color differentiation because it's all black and white. And they do differentiate Raphael to be the uh, to be the comics version of Raphael and not the cartoon. Despite their obvious loyalty to the uh, Saturday morning cartoon, they mention Raphael as a loner with a temper, hmm. which is a, gra- a, a drastic departure from the cartoon where he's always just like the affable joker. Hmm. 
And again, he's useless because he's got a short-range weapon. Pretty much. And if you're, sh- if you're close enough to hit someone with the sawing, they're close enough to knock your health off. Just as effective as the Kickmaster. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so they've going through the levels here. Um, we're back and we're better than ever. So it has three difficulty levels from easy to hard. Uh, you can also switch the A and B buttons. So I guess that's cool. Rocksteady um, looks fucking weird. Yeah, the illustrations are in here are weird of, of both the screenshot Bebop and Rocksteady. Looks better. The screenshot looks better than the artwork. Yeah. I mean, it's got like a weird mix of art in here between original comic book art and then it looks like art made specifically for the magazine and then obviously art from the video game. That, I got to tell you, that's a terrible looking pizza at the end of the <laughs> article. There's no cheese on it. <laughs> it just looks maybe, like uh, ground beef with like pieces of pepperoni on it. Well, maybe it's that the kind where you put the cheese on the bottom and then the tomato sauce and stuff is on top. What kind of a monster does that? A reverse people pizza? In sh- people in Chicago? <laughs> Those aren't pizzas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll go with that. De- I love Jon Stewart's rants about pizza. If you're going to look at some of his rants from uh, his days on oh, the yeah, Daily Show. Oh, yeah, he hates Chicago style. He's like, you know, you know why I know deep dish pizza is not real pizza? Because you got to say things like deep dish in front of it. You know what we call this? He holds up like a New York slice. Pizza. <laughs> uh, I like stage four too, where the mouser essentially turns into a xenomorph. Stage sure. two, xenomorph. Where I'm looking here. Yeah. Oh yeah, where? Where are you seeing the mouser? The middle is well. In the first screenshot, you see a mouser attacking him, and then apparently, either if you do damage to it, its skull elongates into a xenomorph from Aliens. Where are you, you look looking? Like Act four. Act two. Act. Oh, I said act two. Oh no, yeah. Four. Mm, yeah. That's some. That's some copyright information. That's not a mouser. That's the pizza monster. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's like so, the lamest Muppet. Yeah, it looks. Uh, pizza monster is what happens uh, if you have too much, I guess. I turn into pizza monster when after like five beers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I consider a pizza monster, but I get really drunk. I ordered hungry howie, hungry hungry howies, and then they showed up at like and, and four and hours later. hours later. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Was it Mr. Phillips delivering it? I don't Mr. know. We were so drunk that night, though. That was, was that the forty hands night. Uh no, I think that was my birthday actually. Oh, that was. Okay. That th- was that the night that uh, Hageman left the pizza on the on the lamp? I know. Hagman definitely put pizza in our in our oh, in the ceiling um, <laughs> yeah. one of the nights. Yeah, the ceiling lamp. Found it like a week later. Yeah, and I was like, God damn it, Hagman. <laughs> but yeah, but then I put his toothbrush in the maple syrup, so we got back at him. Mm. So anyway, okay. And now for other obscure stories. All right. Oh, we're looking at. Uh, we gotta talk about this art. Yeah, we're looking at Krang's robot body. That is awful. Which, which isn't the which isn't the uh, the Mama June knockoff we're we're used to looking at. This is the Ed two hundred nine ripoff. Yeah, that's that's just I don't that's know. bad. It's but like the, Master the, Higgins had a baby with uh, with Craig. <laughs> yeah, it almost looks like a walking uh, bassinet. I think you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then Which, Stone Warrior looks super derpy too. Like on the only one that looks really cool is Shredder. Yeah, they did. They did okay with Shredder. Shredder looks no, I see awesome. the turtles are are Apparent, good. Apparently, he attacks you with the uh, with the same weapon you used to kill him in the NES game. Judging from the uh, the diagram of his attack pattern, he uses the ninja scroll on you. Hmm. Rocksteady's pretty cool. On page forty nine, he's kind of got like a Tommy gun. He just yeah. looks way different from how is how he's normally depicted. It's not yeah, a bad. Yeah, but I mean, there's nothing depiction. wrong with it. It's just kind of right. like whatever. Like the what are they called? The rock, the rock men, the rock monsters. Oh, Trag. What are what are his troops called though? Oh, the Stone Warriors. Stone Warriors. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What the hell is up with like their chrome like knee pads and like <laughs> calf pads and weird the shoulder beak. blades? It's Why the beak you? that makes it weird. <laughs> the beak. They're imported. <laughs> they out of, do. Uh, they're imported out of Mad Magazine. They're the spy versus spy characters. <laughs> yeah, they got beaks for some reason. I don't oh, remember that. Oh, here we get to the... see. Here we get to see Krang's mongoloid robot body. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Krang yeah. looks like like Master Higgins and his regular body had a baby together. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he looks Just... like a giant baby, a man baby. <laughs> I think this is this actually is a relatively playable game, which is kind of the funny. Oh yeah, well we're, we're more commenting on just the art of the article. The game, yeah, um, the artwork is atrocious, but the, the game is solid. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, played it, it for got a four, five minutes. It got a four, yeah, it got a four, like four four gameplay, four zero uh, play control, and then high threes for challenge and theme and fun. So it's a solid game if you're looking for one of the older um, you know Game Boy games to go through. And on the opposite side of that coin, we've got Beetlejuice from LJN. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, if you look at rares involved with this, if you take, if you see, it says rare LJN. Yeah, or LJN rare, rare. Rare coin it. So rare's coming in here. Mm-hmm. I do like that it's the not the Beetlejuice movie. It's the Beetlejuice like Saturday morning cartoon show. I uh, love art. that. I love that series. It was yeah, fantastic. it was really good. <laughs> so uh, my my dad only saw like one episode with me, and that was the one where he was like playing that song with his armpit called It's the Pits. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, like, We're not watching this again, Mike. I don't know. Oh, at that point, Dad was just like, kiddo, you got good taste. Oh, jeez. Yeah. This I says don't, it all. I don't think my, par- he, my he, parents... He would, just walk, he would just walk around the house saying it, devoid <laughs> of context. <laughs> because old people don't get subtlety, irony, or context. So he's just walking around the house just randomly uttering it. That's like Dan's dad, our, uh, Ben and our, our friend Dan, his dad would call every Pokemon Zapdos. <laughs> Just, <laughs> is that a Zapdos? So, is, that a, is that a Zapdos? <laughs> Son, how many Zapdoses have you got today? Put a, put a, put a cowboy hat on and call it a Zapdosido. But I will say, I, didn't, I wasn't old enough to see the, the is it Mike, it's Michael Keaton movie? Yeah. Oh. So... I, I still need to go see. I don't think I've ever seen the '80s movie, but I, then, I do uh, remember the, the 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 Saturday show was you know. Great. I saw that on the Winona, Family yeah. Channel. Winona Ryder is in it as well. I mm-hmm. saw that movie on the Family Channel, and what surprised me the most was that no, it was YTV Youth Television because it did go to commercial break, and Family Channel doesn't. But they actually forgot to censor the part where he's on the train set, and he's like, "Nice fucking model." <laughs> and I was just like, "What?" This is YTV. Then That's I had to like funny. stop the recording, rewind, and just like he said that. 
And it's not Why Not a Writer. It's it Gina Davis, the by day. the way. Oh, my Why bad. Not, oh, Why Not a Writer is in that shit. I'm yeah, okay. Why Not a Writer was Lydia. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I was like, wow, how did okay. I get that wrong? But isn't yeah, she in Edward yeah. hands as well? Yes, and they had the yes. pedophile from Ferris Bueller. Okay. As her father. <laughs> the pedophile from the Ferris Bueller. The pedophile from yeah, Ferris Jones. Bueller? Yeah, oh, the dean, Jones, the guy that, yeah, the guy that played the dean, like creepy. Okay, well, he wasn't, oh, a, he wasn't a pedophile in the movie. He's a pedophile in real life. Hey, he's chasing a fifteen-year-old boy. Okay, come on. Perry Bueller was not. He was fifteen. That movie supposed to be. Yeah, oh, it's definitely high school. Like I thought he was his last year. Don't mock my hobbies. Even even if it was, no, it's still come on, because his friends are talking about going to college and stuff. What are you? Yeah, plans, but it's Ferris? definitely seventeen. It's definitely, okay, fine. Yeah, seventeen. Not still. He's chasing a seventeen-year-old boy. Don't don't we all? All right. Mm. Okay. So wouldn't you? But game wise, <laughs> game wise, <laughs> is there anything here of note? I mean, uh, these I screenshots know. are so dark. And this is this is a weird. This is the absolute opposite of the other screenshots from Monster in My Pocket, where there's like no Super Meat Boy. <laughs> all these screenshots and Beetlejuice isn't anywhere to be seen. Well, what's interesting is they chose for whatever reason in this print. And instead of going with the default Game Boy colors uh, representation, there's black and white. It has this purple tint to it. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, they tried to colorize it or give it a filter. And it, so. it is a bad call, to be honest, because it does not do justice to whatever graphics they were trying to pull off. Yeah, because this isn't what you're going to get. You're going to be playing a green background because the Game Boy doesn't have, you know, a, 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 a tinting, filter, yeah. a gel <laughs> swap where you can just like. <laughs> Lay a color over it and be like, hey, now I got like a purple, black, and white scheme. Oh man, I just imagine like a, a peripheral. It's like, oh, put a new, put your new color slide in there, kids. You can play with the whole new colors. <laughs> you just Pilot. take like you just take a gel from a from a stage light and yeah, just just take some cellophane and here you got red cellophane and there you got purple cellophane and here you go. Oh, are you we gonna made... talk about how derpy the monsters are, like the ghost and whatever the. Bet like the discarded looking, pile of hair that I'm looking um, at stage. There's I'm a hairball with a mustache one. and eyeballs. Yeah. On it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or a gaping mouth. It's either a mustache or is, or a mouth like wide oh, open. I'd like I, to imagine I, I, it's a it's a mustache. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that I version th- better. I think his name is Senior Tribble. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. So there's anything not else much you want to say at. here? Yeah. It's a, it's a platformer, of, fairly weak platformer, what it looks like. Speaking of uh, stuff to look at, on page 58, look at this guy uh, battling the Prince of Persia. Like, oh my god, I've got the biggest like justice boner. Well, first you've got oh, yeah. the creepy this rape artwork. vibe from the yeah, uh, evil s- sorcerer here. Yeah, we got Jafar yeah. on the cover, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then you have like strategically placed loincloth is what I'm saying. Like the executioner facing the uh, the prince. Like this is some pretty epic artwork. He's got two hoods. You know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I I I don't have a flute, but I do have a rather charming snake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's like practically naked. But so is the princess. So that's nice. I would imagine yeah, this is so a, it's a pretty, opportunity nudity. It's mm-hmm. a pretty risque artwork for a Nintendo game. <laughs> right. So, all right. Uh, Prince of Persia. Now, was it a PC? I don't know. Was, what's it was originally? I thought it was like, originally an arcade game because I remember okay. being really impressed that there was like a, an element where you could like use, uh, well, 
It's like you, you mess with time. Was, like, it was the whole thing. Yeah, and oh. they had holograms, and there would be like a guy that would show up and like, don't forget the time reversal cubes every time you die. So it's reminding you that you can use these cubes to uh, reverse time. So huh. at least on the arcade, it looked pretty epic. I mean, again, arcade in the 90s with holograms. So the first game was... And it had like live action capture on it too. The yeah, you're right. It's from... Uh, it's for... Rotorbund. It's for PC. Okay, that's what I... Okay. <laughs> and this game is based on that. Yeah, it's a port of that. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is like I'm looking at the art for like the PC game. Yeah, it's the same thing. It is no, it is less risque than the one they have printed here at Nintendo. Right. Like the oh God, the evil dude is not as like rapey looking. He just looks evil. Like the you don't see the cleavage from the princess, and then the dudes fighting are like well, there's, there's kind much of some more side clothes. there's some side boob going on on like the okay. left the left boob. Okay, but there's not a dude with his dong flailing around. Oh. Yeah, he's wearing uh, hammer pants though. That's why the that's why the the uh, Game Boy version is much better. So I like the uh, where it says like the worst yeah. is yet to come. The worst is yet to come, and you see level eight. It looks like this this uh, hero who again is just one color from head to toe. Sad, mm. and he does like a Michael Jackson like like some funk pop Motown stepping going through the mm. trap. Like he's just decided. No more jumping. He's going to, like, walk through in style. <laughs> He's going to shimmy his way to justice. It does it look looks like the big star here is the, like, level layouts that you have to mm-hmm. kind of figure out how to get through everything. So, I don't know. It looks pretty playable. Um, I have never look, played one of the older side-scrolling Prince of Persia games. Have you? Although these graphics mm. make it look like it was rendered off an old, uh, an old Macintosh. I don't know. It, it got, looks all right for a Game Boy. It got high threes in the uh, ratings at the end of the issue, so I don't know. It's worth checking out, I'd say. So, bringing up next, yet another comic. <laughs> May I make a proposal before we get into this? So, normally we have our halfway points um, at the poster, but um, we've the poster is now not at the halfway point. Uh, so, how about after this comic, we take a take our take our break. And we sure. pick up at right. Counselor's Corner. Speaking yeah, so. of taking a break, I'm just going to let Mike do this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we get to see Super Mario Adventures. And we get to see what I can assume is the Mario Brothers rapping. Because uh, that's what people did. It says, we're the Mushroom Kingdom Plumbers extraordinaire. The Super Mario Brothers, what a pair. Do you have problems with your pipes? Is your water running right? Are all the fittings screwed on tight? If they aren't, then don't despair. The super plumbers will be there. And there's no pipe we can't repair. Nice. I don't know why they're singing this. I think I did a good job, too. I don't know why they're singing this song to nobody, since apparently they're on their way to the repair job. So what's the point in advertising to nobody? They're practicing, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, so then they show up at the princess, and they've got, like, the worst designed plumbing system ever, which is why they need the Mario Brothers. And then Pro, and then Toad's telling them that he has a persnickety party-planning princess expecting plumbing by tonight. And Mario's like, hey, no problemo. But Luigi's just like, we're not getting this job done anytime soon. All right, Mario, you're, 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 you're writing checks that my ass can cash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he's saying, uh, pipeline job by tonight. I can't start a job this big on an empty stomach. 
Oh, you just had breakfast. Now put down the pasta and pick up a wrench. We'll fasten these fittings. We'll fasten these fittings in no time. And then he's telling Luigi it's just as easy as matching the colors. And then apparently Mario's entering a state of euphoria because now he's got pipes in his eyes. And now he's singing and about like joints are connected. And apparently he was so vigorous in his tightening and fastening that he's trapped his own brother who's uh, now swimming in a sea of pipes. And then he, uh, then he finds a green pipe that he's trying to figure out where that came from. Then he notices a big warp pipe and decides rather than reporting it to the, his employer, he's just going to go exploring. To which he gets bitten on the face by a piranha plant who then, who then falls on Luigi's lunchbox. And Luigi's in more tears over the fact that he's lost his lunch rather than the fact that his brother's being attacked. And then pipes start deploying all over the place. And Luigi's like, let me grab what's left of my lunch. And then Mario says, forget the crushed cannelloni, let's beat feet. And then uh, he, he departs from his cartoonish look for a second as he zooms in for like a, a very hyper-realistic HD <laughs> HD Mario with uh, an actual curvature to his no an act a Mario who actually has nostrils rather than teeth, a big bulbous yeah. nose. Hey, he's got a full line of separate teeth rather than like a an empty mouth that he usually has. And he finds that pipes are deployed all over the place while the princess is jamming out to to Nintendo playing Mario on the game, which is which is pretty cute. And then Toad's running... Oh, this isn't Toad. This is someone else because this guy has a mustache. <laughs> and then we've got uh, a purple Toad with a uh, a purple toadstool, which I guess is the poisonous shroom that we had no idea about because we didn't get the real Super Mario Brothers 2. And then uh, the Princess Peach asks, where's the fire? Why all panicking? And he's like, pipes, pipes, and more pipes. And she's like, what do you mean? The, bro the, bro the brothers are on the job. And then he tells them that humongous pipe towers are popping up everywhere. And then they've even uprooted the palace petunias. But then we find out this isn't just weird metal casings coming out of the ground. We get rapid deployment of an enemy force of amazing bats, goombas, turtles, moles. Which easily overpower the castle and then surround the Mario Brothers. And then Luigi gets his assy. <laughs> Luigi gets his salad tossed by the salad. <laughs> and then, very clever and then Mario decides oh I figure out a great way to uh, to deal with this he stomps the piranha plant on Luigi who hits him so hard his own heart comes out of his throat and it's to prove it's not just a side gag in the next panel he's shoving his heart back down his throat <laughs> which is pretty hilarious in addition to the fact that he's literally giving his brother's ass a vigorous pounding and then, oh my god, this gets so fucking sexual. Luigi kicks a Goomba into a pipe, which Mario then decides to stick into his mouth. And then spitballs the, the Goomba through a horde of enemies. And he keeps the pipe in his mouth while his brother mounts him from behind. <laughs> this comic is the fucking best. And he says, uh, now that's what I call Spitfire. Damn right. Oh my gosh, and then Louis Mario still keeps the pipe in his throat. Oh. And then finally an earthquake, which is enough to shake the castle, finally gets Mario to uh, relinquish no, his new hobby. I thought the eyes went 
went big because Luigi came. I mean, look at his eye no. <laughs> <The> expression. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Mario seems pretty happy. Mm. And then uh, Princess, like she, she basically like gives out a Mega Man quote, like leaping lug nuts. Look at the size of those pipes. They don't even make wrenches for pipes that size. And then, of course, who comes out of the massive pipe? But the smiley copter and inside is Bowser with a microphone. What's he going to do? Well, you'll have to find out next month because it's to be continued. And what are you going to find out in this issue? Same answer, to be continued. That's right. Well, yeah. Um, anything Speaking else we have to, to say about... Continued. Yes, we're going to be continued. <laughs> yeah, so um, what are your thoughts on the comic? Well, this is the first time I've ever seen them actually work at plumbing. So I'm impressed that they actually did the job for once, or attempted to. The art style, this is, I prefer the art in this one more than the uh, Zelda one earlier. Like, I, they did a really good job with a few of the panels here and frames and stuff. Like, there's that on page, I don't know, like the third or fourth one in, there's a picture of, like, Mario's demonic face that's, like, super creepy. Like the one where it says, mm-hmm. "Oh no, it's a Pipo-Rama. Like that's like legit. Like that's. I mean, yep. there's some good artwork yep. here. Good um, puns. They did a pretty good job. Yep. Good puns. Good text. Mm-hmm. Fully realized characters here too. It's not just like, a, oh, here's the princess, here's whoever. They've definitely gone it down by this time because you were. The, yeah, there's more to, like, story here than the games give you. Well, that's for sure. Yeah, this is the, yeah. Well, this <laughs> is the first time we're introduced to Princess Peach. Toadstool yeah. is gone. Yep, this is the first time we introduced Princess Peach formally. I mean, if you remember back on uh, the first issue of Nintendo Power, we had Mario in like a variety of different uh, color Cult schemes and outfits. <laughs> and it was just Princess Toadstool or The Princess. Yep. So they've got enough fully realized now. And that yep. frame and with blind. all the enemies shooting out of the pipes, that's really legit too. I mean, that, that's excellent, good art. Excellent perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A nice... And it got a good sense of menace, too. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got perfect menace, comedy. Princess has got good character. It's got <laughs> some man-on-man be... action. Luigi, you know, shoving his heart back into his throat. Like, I know. You know? For bef- before Game of Thrones, we had, we had the Mario brothers. <laughs> so did they get rid of the uh, Nestor's Adventures altogether? Yeah, it's uh... not in this at all. No, actually, it is. If you look, look forward, in art to be continued, unless I love that as, as a teaser. Yeah. Um, so let's say. Oh, goodbye there it is. To, sorry, yeah, there it is. I'm let's sorry. say goodbye to the first half of this issue. Um, so if you want to, please go onto iTunes and give us a rating and review. It would really help us uh, get the word out. And we're on Facebook, Playing with Power Podcast. If you'd like to find us there, or on Twitter at Get the Power eighty eight. And if you feel so inclined, you may donate a few dollars to us on patreon.com slash playingwithpower. We have some wonderful rewards that you can earn. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have. Do you guys have anything we else? Can, we can really build the brand if we get enough from, uh, like, plenty of perks, like our own webpage, more series. And, uh, yeah, that's about, uh, that's all I got. Oh, yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Get the Power 88 Mm-hmm. You can talk to us there, or mostly if you want to get like all of our attention, uh, just hit us up on the Facebook page, uh, comment on things, send us a message there. Or I'm on Grinder. You know, I'm under you know the different sandwich 
yeah. uh, related <laughs> dating. So, what's your what's your favorite type of sandwich? Would you say? Oh, you gotta love to shove some meatballs down your throat. Oh, right? uh, meatball meatball sandwich. What's your least favorite sandwich? Um, what do you not want as a sandwich? Tuna fish. Because <laughs> of the smell. Yeah, I don't eat fish. Mm. I'm more about mm. I'm more meat and balls kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh. All right, we'll leave you with that. I am <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm Todd. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with 